something I always keep trying to share with people that data science is a journey. It's not something that I have learned it. No. Yes. You learn and you keep updating, you keep updating, you keep updating, you keep going. So Absolutely. let's start about your story. Now let's go straight to your transition story. Transition. How did you transition into this role, regional sales manager with billions in the account? I saw somebody was tweeting at you billions in the account. <laughs> start. Okay, let's start fresh out of school. How did you start? Fresh out of school. What uni did you go and what was your background? What did you study in school? Okay, I did physics in Wow. <laughs> Industrial physics, <laughs> yeah, industrial physics in um, University of Benin. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so okay. I think my first out of school, NYSC, I was in the bank. Wow. Got out, um, got out of NYSC and I did like two months in the bank and I knew that that was not my calling. That's not how mm. God planned my life to be. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> I, I found my way into the FMCG industry and um, um, worked as a sales as a sales manager. My first um, job in um, you know in the FMCG industry was as a sales manager. I moved from sales to marketing. Now, it's important I say here that it was in marketing that I realized how much I love data, right? And um, there's a difference between sales and marketing. A lot of people don't get it, but there's a whole lot of difference. Best way to describe it is that the marketing guys tell the stories and bring, you know, they bet and build the brands, you know, while the salespeople actually sell these brands that the marketing people do. So, um, I mean, I did physics. I love numbers and all that. If I didn't, I'm, I'm sure that would have been a dropout by now. You know, but... <laughs> But, you know, I got uh, my, my boss, my first boss as a marketing person would always leave, keep me in the office and ask me that I should drill some numbers for different regions and get stuff out and do an analysis on it. And I'm like, this guy doesn't even know that I'm clueless. I have no clue on how this thing works, right? I, but he helped me. So I just, every time, anything I didn't know, Oh, YouTube was always my go-to thing. Go search for it, find a way around it, you know, manipulate the data. There was a tool then that we used to, um, you know, gather all the data from diff- all the data from different, um, what they call from different um, regions and parts of the country. You know, so that helps me a whole lot. So moving from that particular company, I went into another company. But what's the one first company? He's at Customs. Okay. Yeah. So I went into another company and honestly speaking, I was in awe when my marketing director would always use her Excel to do amazing stuff. I'll just stay behind her and be watching like, oh my God, so somebody can be this good with this software, you know? And I started learning. Sometimes I'll just tell her, please, man, can you teach me how you got this done? Can you teach me how you got this done? You know, can you tell you analyze this data? Because then we were all about you know, getting data and analyzing it. Data such as the one you get from AC Nielsen, guys who give you your market share and everything for um, the FMCG guys. You know, and I, from there, it just that, that was just it for me. You know, um, I then moved into back into sales. And it was just clear to me that a lot of salespeople were very 
were very what's the word to use um they didn't know what it was their own were just to sell what they just wanted to do was sell 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 nobody was asking questions so you are told that your target this this month is fifteen thousand cases for instance why are you not asking why how did they arrive at the fifteen thousand cases mm. all right you know so the the problem was that people were just taking in targets without asking the questions why but for me i would go drill the data for like two years and see the trend if it's not possible, so if I see that my target, for instance, is let's say 60,000 cartons or cases as we refer to them as, my next question will be, why would it be 60,000 cases? What happened? What, why is it that in the past few years I've been doing, you know, this particular month I've been doing 20, 20,000 cases. Why do I want to, why should I do this like three times what I used to do before, you know? And the honest truth is that if you don't know, if you don't know, ask those questions, you will be left on your own to go find a way to get it done. Sometimes when you ask these questions, the business will then come and tell you, oh, we have plans to do A, B, C, D, E for you. Okay. We have plans to, you know, run a promotion. We believe that this promotion is going to give this uplift of about 50. I mean, that's, that just makes it makes sense. But if you just sit, sit out and just say, okay, you know what? It's no problem. You've given me my target. Let me run with it. If I die, I die. If I don't meet it, I don't meet it. I, that's it. You know, but um, that just helped me a whole lot. Um, then I think after my master's, I, I began to realize that there was just way more that you can do with data then i got into the understanding of um, data science and ai and dl and ml and all that that you know and i was like i think this is what is quite interesting why don't we just you know delve into it full time and yes alas that's how i got here well your msc was in what Oh, I, I, I did um, an MBA, actually. Oh, beautiful. Nice, nice. And nice I stuff. want to do an MSc in data science. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> like the next thing I have to do. I just have to, if I don't do that, I might just feel like I've not made it in life. But anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Nice, good stuff. Well done. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, now, your primary tool, you have actually mentioned, but I actually needed to mention. And why? You actually need to give us why. Your primary tools. Because once we bring in people here to come, discuss, tell their stories, one of the very first things is their primary tools. And why these primary tools? Why has it been to help the world? You get and the like. So, what's your primary tool? You've mentioned it already. I know you so much love it. You're always, yeah. you're always gushing about it like every day. Why? What's your primary tool and why? Well, and, I, and I train people on, the, on how to use yeah. it. Okay, so, so basically, um, Excel is quite easy to understand i mean it's like a calculator that's what i always tell people if you understand how excel works and how easy it is to get okay you know when i was imputing the filter function right yeah. you see when you once you type in the function mm -hmm. the next thing it tells you oh put a bracket oh the next yeah. thing you should do is put an array oh yeah. after the array what should this thing include yes. like yeah. It pretty much explains it to you. So when you see a function that you've never used before in Excel, mm -hmm. you can easily know what to do. You don't. You might not need if you don't have the time to um, 
maybe search for how to use it. If you use, if you just look at the arguments that are there, you can understand the use of whatever function it is, you know. So Excel for me is really easy. Um, apart from the VBA part, the VBA part <laughs> is something else. <laughs> VBA part is something else, but I mean, the main tool itself is very good to understand, okay? Um, it uses the basics of board mass, right, um, that we all know, to, um, you know, you know um, run the calculations, okay? The charts are, I'm, okay, so right now I use the Office 365 version, so it's, it's even easier to use. Or you just sometimes if you don't know what to do, just put on even the the um, office sixteen and nineteen. I think you can just search for what you want to do, and it immediately brings it out for you. Sometimes with the new, um, I think for sixteen has ideas as well. So sometimes you might not know how to visualize a data, but you already have it. If you highlight that data and click on the ideas um, button. Ideas can bring up, will, not can. Ideas actually bring out um, different visualizations that are best for that data set that you've, you know, shown. Also, um, in the industry where I work, we don't exactly manage very heavy data. Because, I mean, if you manage very heavy data, most of them will not, you know, get into um, Excel for you to use. So, we don't really manage very, very, very heavy data. So um, because of the size of the data we work with, it's easy for us to also use Excel to build dashboards and all that. Okay, so I don't know, those are the few reasons why I you know, would um, always use Excel because it's, it's that easy to use too. And everybody uses it. I feel yeah. everybody uses it anyway. <laughs> so everybody uses it. Yeah, and yeah. also, it's important to, sorry for cutting, it's important no, 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 to go also, ahead. Yeah, it's also important to remember that from organization to organization, it's very difficult for you to see an organization that doesn't use a spreadsheet tool. Yeah. And for every yeah. spreadsheet tool, it's, it's likened to Excel. So even if you use Google Sheets, the same, um, the same functions and formulas and all that that work with Excel work on it. So Excel is like for every spreadsheet that you can use, possibly use in any organization that you work with you know you can you can mirror whatever you do in excel on there as well so that's why it's like my favorite tool for now yeah thank you now you said something that actually really caught my fancy earlier you said when you're giving to sell 60,000 crates or 60,000 cases you actually went back into history to go and pull and actually understand why so this is actually about patterns so from your yeah. From your experience in the FMCG for the past seven years or the like, how has historical data analysis helped position you to actually sell better as a manager? So let me okay, take the so question again, please. Um, uh, okay. Somebody just sent me a message. I could not hear. I could not hear. Okay. Now, the question is, historical data analysis as a sales mm -hmm. manager, how has it helped you to actually make decisions? Has it helped you to make insights? Has it helped you to give discounts as it helped you to pursue to be able to pursue clients and close leads and the likes historical data analysis in real life example please go ahead okay so let me give you one um instance so much last 
year, the organization I work for, um, our numbers packed so high. And I made sure that that particular month, then last year, I noted it down. And I noted exactly what happened because I yeah. knew that this year, Mm-hmm. They would ask me to do the same numbers or even do more. Then I'll <laughs> remind them that, yes, look at what happened though. Yeah. Now let me explain how this works. All right. Um, so with time, people evolve, people move roles, people leave jobs, yeah. right? Now, in my current position, um, I think we're just two out of a team of about 10 people. Who, have, who, who were in the business last year, right? Mm-hmm. So the other eight people were brand new people that just moved into the organization. Mm-hmm. Now, a new month comes, like now we had a match this last month and we were told, oh, this is what you guys did last year and you need to replicate it this year or even do more. Then when we ran the analysis again, we rem- I just, I remembered and I said, see, we need to understand that there are certain things that went into making these numbers this high. One of them was that there was a proposed price increase that was going to happen in April, right? So what people did was that they bought so much in March so that they could stock up and sell at the new prices in April to make double their margins in April, okay? Now, if you don't have that sense of data and understanding of what happened the previous times if you're giving those numbers you will say okay then when you get in the middle of the month you then start struggling because you have no clue what happened that month so another instance is june um june july august is usually a very um not so good month for us because of a couple of things uh, seasonalities yeah a lot of FMCG products have, you know, seasonalities, especially yeah. drinks, right? I mean, in if you have, if you work in a, like, say, a brewery or something, you know, the sales for those periods will be way higher because of festivities. Yeah. Okay. For the company I work with, the products we sell are, some of them, in fact, our major, our major SKU in Lagos is taken by kids. Mm. So the moment children go on holiday for school, our sales for that particular product dips, making mm. our general sales dip. So if you do not understand these trends and patterns, right, for every single... Pa- time in the year for instance for your products i mean if you draw the graph you see the dips and the spikes and all that right then you you would take whatever anybody throws at you but the moment you make do this analysis and say okay um i mean in this month we have downtimes because we um it's this is rainy season schools are on break here so whatever number we're supposed to do here you know, we'll take it down here so that we can, I mean, if you don't do all that, you would, you will struggle. You will struggle. Thank so you. those are like the um, key instances, yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for that. Please, right now, if you have more questions, 
this is time to start showing out your questions in the comment section. But just let me know so I'll mute you and you can then go ahead and ask the question. Divine, you should be interested in this. You'll actually kind of do something similar. Divine. So please. Okay, so somebody has already dropped so a question. Ask, okay. Yeah, so go ahead. Uh, what's the relationship between sales analysis and marketing analytics? Hmm. Marketing, right, has a couple of things we check in marketing. So I love the fact that I have I've, I've won both hats, so I can I can explain better. Yeah. Um. So in marketing, we look at apart from apart from our sales numbers, you know, for our brands, we look at um shares volume shares yeah, value okay. share yeah. you know and yeah, exactly the entire market share share shop handling for share yeah. and all that for our brands versus competition yeah then the, que the next questions we ask is oh so last month for instance our market share was 13 percent this month we our market share dipped to nine percent what happened that made this particular excuse me please that made our competitor get um take our four piece take four percent from us okay what did they do what activities did they do what um above the line activities or below the line activities did they run to ensure that their market shares and whatever it is that we're tracking got that high okay that's what you check with marketing analysis analytics or whatever we call it However, sales analysis basically looks at historic data. We use historic data and to see, okay, and when I say historic, the way sales works is yesterday is gone, today is now. Yeah. Do you get? Sorry, hold on. I just saw. Okay, yesterday is gone, today is now, mm -hmm. today is all we're talking about. So when, I, when we talk about historic for sales, is as is as good as yesterday what happened yesterday right so we want to sales wants to understand what happened then how do we look at what happened yesterday to make tomorrow a better sales day all right so if we did 10,000 if we did 10 cartons yesterday what do we do right today to ensure that today and tomorrow we move from that 10 cartons to 20 or 30 cartons right what happened so for instance as a salesperson i could say that today for instance i had five sales reps who were working for me and the five of them delivered 10 cartons meaning that two cartons each per person for 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 example okay now um i have the potentials of having 10 sales reps and with that extra 10 sales reps it means that i can get 20 more cartons Right, so that's instant. The analysis of you know each rep being able to do two cartons each gives me a clear view of the average number of cartons that a particular rep can do. If I put that into, if I plug that number into the additional number of sales reps that I want to get, it gives me the incremental numbers that I'm looking for. So that's basically how sales analysis works. Sales is just about numbers. How do we make, you know, the business make money? How do we sell more cartons? How do we ensure that, you know, if we're bringing in new sales reps, we're bringing in new vehicles, these vehicles are going to 
give us incremental sales numbers, incremental sales no, um, volumes. So that's basically what sales analysis is. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, um, Oluwa, Tony, I don't know if, if that answers your question. Um, okay, homie, you says, um, hi, Uzo, what would be the best way to start learning the fundamentals of data analysis for, is it for stuff like forecasting? Okay. Um, fundamentals for data analysis. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes. DJ, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I was just quiet. Sorry. I just need to be certain that you guys you Sorry, know, yeah. can hear me. Yeah. Um, so for fundamentals for data analysis, right? The first things first for me is what exactly are you looking for? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, great. Thanks, Abola. What exactly are you looking for? What do you want to get? I mean, I, I wrote an article some days ago, right? Mm -hmm. Um Can you share it in the comment section, please? Uh, I do not have the link, okay. but I would I would just share yeah. with me. Okay, no problem. You know, I mean, I I was I, I wanted to do everything that has to do with data. I was dabbling into stuff, right? Um I wanted to also learn stuff like forecasting as well. I wanted to do everything. But at the same time, I have to ask myself, you need to pick a niche. Yeah. Right? What is that niche that you want to get into? People do, I, I currently watch, DJ, I don't know if you've started watching that, the, um, the new age of AI. Some, the, the oh, yeah, YouTube. I have not started yet. Sorry. Okay. I mean, there's so much that can be done right so the question is if you choose for instance health you say you want to go into the health um, um sector yeah the new age of ai thank you on youtube you know so if you if you say this is what you want to learn the first question is for me for instance in sales what do i want to achieve right as a sales person i want to be able to know how to forecast right now how do i do this what tools will help me do this forecasting, right? So on Excel, I'll say, okay, I want to learn how to use um, the what-if analysis function on Excel to do a couple of um, give or takes, you know, on, on, on forecasting and all that. Yeah. So basically for me, the, for, the, for me to learn the, fund, to start with the fundamentals, first things first is to ask yourself the question, what do you want to do? Now, if you, if you find that, if you answer that question correctly, the next step is, okay, how do I move on to, you know, to doing this? It's not just about the tool, but read up a lot of things that have to do with that particular um, thing you want to learn. So if you want to do forecasting, for instance, read how you can use um, data to ensure you, do, you get better forecasts, right? Just read up as many stuff as possible watch youtube videos that youtube is a gold mine honestly speaking i don't know how best to explain it you can watch as many videos as possible to understand what people in that particular field are doing what are they what tools are they using how are they you know translating whatever they are doing into um the, the first word that comes to my mind is greatness you know how are they you know using um whatever they are doing in that field in the day with the data that they're analyzing the results of the data that they're analyzing how are they 
you know, putting it into great use in that particular sector. So I think it's first of all understanding, then the next thing is reading as much as possible in that particular line that you are, um, you want to delve into. Thank you. Please, more questions in right? the session. Please, more questions. Bimbo, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. Okay, so let me weigh in on that in a little bit. When I was, mm. when the intro, the intro of today's class, or today's webinar, today's webinar was actually based on Andrew Paul and his work in a retail shop. You get how they're just able to predict, was this one of the biggest and viral stories of data science? That in, was wild, that was wild. It, it happened in the year wild. 2012. It was Facebook that, that reminded me about it. Was it not maybe ten days ago? Or so maybe mm. sometimes I just saw that I put up I put up the story in on twenty thirteen as well because I talked about it and how would um, a a, fat, a a store be able to predict that somebody's daughter is pregnant and the father himself doesn't even know. When I saw that mm. funny comment I put on, on Facebook, I laughed. <laughs> I just laughed and I shook face at my own ignorance. At admitted. <laughs> It happened yeah. to, they could predict why. Because number one, shopping history. What have you been actually shopping on? Yeah. What mm -hmm. are you buying? Mm -hmm. These are the two main mm -hmm. things they could actually use to predict and say, oh, this person is pregnant and expecting a baby. So if you buy this 25, I'll put the link up again for those who probably came late. So if you buy this particular 25 mm -hmm. numbers, uh, 25, um, um, 25 products, then there's a very, very good chance that you're either you're either pregnant or you're buying it for a pregnant person. Yeah. So that course. is actually of forecasting course. without you know going too far. Because forecasting could be very, very large and deep. I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. When you're able to collect, mm -hmm. analyze, and forecast and you can make predictions, you need millions mm -hmm. of rows of data. Of Why? Data. So, yeah. so you're sure. feeding it into a particular algorithm and the algorithm actually understands based on patterns, regular What's, occurring yeah. patterns over yeah. and over. For you to actually mm -hmm. make a very good prediction. Then one of our persons has always yeah. said, why is it that in you guys' report, you don't make predictions? We do not have enough data. 